Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everybody, it's Michelle Collins. It is another week of Midnight Snack. Um, I'm here with Dan Acton, always dressed so businessy. You just look so great. How are you, Dan? What's happening? I'm great. Thanks. Uh, I got a haircut and they did my eyebrows. Ooh, lean in. I want to look. Um, I always do. <laughs> okay, Cheryl Sandberg, looking sexy, <laughs> looking good. Mm-hmm. My friend didn't like it. He said it was uh, too perfect and that my charm if any, is that like I have like some bushiness and like fuzziness. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, there is a limit, you know, overseas, it's very common for men to like hyperactively tweeze and trim their eyebrows. And like mm-hmm. that then can take you into like Brooke Shields territory. Like you can start to look a little feminine at some point. I don't see that you look different, actually. they I wouldn't have noticed oh, okay. if you didn't say anything, honestly. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. I dyed my hair yesterday. I had a whole browning story yesterday where I self-tanned. I don't know if you can see it. Pull my bra down. I have no tan lines. Um, self-tanned my whole body, including crotch. And uh, <laughs> I was going to ask. I want the whole thing to glow. Yeah. Are you good at painting? Like, can you do like lines that are 
like a perfect tan line. You know, yeah. I bet you there are people who will masking tape or put it over their underwear. When I used to get spray tanned, oh, that's smart. I would wear, because I actually thought tan lines were like sexy. So I would not do a bra, but I would do little undies to have like a little like <laughs> copper tone moment. <laughs> but uh, I had a really funny thing happen. I talked about it on Sirius, but I think it's worth cr- doing a crossover. I ordered a suitcase on Amazon just because I love suitcases and i'm all about that travel pro 29 inch luggage yeah. it's yeah. there's no i'm telling you i bought all the 99 dollars samsonites at you know marshall's it is the most reliable comfortable i'm obsessed with it it's my favorite suitcase and it's not a hard side suitcase they stopped making those nylon suitcases and it's a problem those hard ones break so easily i believe that that's why they're iphoning us like they're making us spend money oh, on this hard yeah. thing that then breaks sooner Hundred percent. Right, right, right. Yeah, mine's all scuffed up. I have a, I have a nice one, but it's hard and you know. it's just tough. I well, anyway. The point is, so I order this luggage. I order a shit ton of socks from a brand called Teehee. <laughs> Little socks are like a buck each. I love them. Like tick- ticklish. Yeah. Like ticklish. Like not a teehee. And I ordered, and I talk about. You know, it's funny on the radio. Like I'm less subconscious and weirdly here. I don't know, maybe because anyone can listen. I'm like a bit like shy but i ordered my favorite vaginal wash <laughs> called omv okay and it's it i honestly like it for the whole body it's a delicious citrusy it's so nice ladies mm. works like a charm not that i need something special for it i'm just saying it's a lovely body God wash no. yeah no i'm being serious no listen i'm being honest but it right. just I love it. I'm obsessed. Uh, the packaging sucks for it and they no longer sell it at Target. So I have to order it on Amazon. So I put this whole thing in because I'm leaving in about two weeks. So I'm figuring, let me get my socks and everything set up. And I click buy. And a day later, I'm like, I have or a couple of days later. I'm like, I have not heard. I haven't gotten a text, like anything. And I look and it delivered to my old New York address. Oh, no. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Oh, so uh, I am still friends with my neighbors. So I yeah. said, oh, um, can you look in the lobby and see, you know, because they leave the stuff in right. the lobby. But because there have been so many robberies, now the Amaz- the UPS guys, who I love, usually bring it up in front of the door. So it was probably left in front of the door of the apartment. Oh, okay. And I'm also like a little embarrassed, but I, my neighbors are a gay couple. So I told them because like, who cares? And obviously yeah. I'm telling all of you, but I was just like, <laughs> you know, I'm not like advertising that I ordered OMV on Amazon. It's like a little embarrassing. <laughs> Please <don't> wait. <laughs> so they go and they're like knocking the guy's door. And apparently he's friends with the neighbor from the other side, who's a very lovely guy. Um, quick, funny story about him is that, um, nice very nice guy i thought that um he like didn't like me because he would like never say hi to me like i'd be like hi and he would never say hi they have such a cute little dog too and then my other neighbors were like you know that he wears a hearing aid i was like pardon Uh. (laughs) so anyway (laughs) anyway so sometimes don't take everything personally is the lesson i took away from that but he's very sweet i have his number as well so first the guys went and the guy answered the door the new guy who moved into my old place and was like no i i never got anything wait Mm. And I'm like, all right. So now I'm like, ugh. So I smell that citrus odor wafting (laughs) through. Yeah. (laughs) Let me sniff those balls. I guarantee it works on balls. Guarantee it. It just, you know, you laugh. I'm telling you, it is, I know good quality items when I try them and it's really fab. Anyway, so yesterday I decided, let me text the other neighbor. There's like the gays in the straights. I go, let me text my straight neighbor who's very nice and because he apparently is friends with this guy to see if maybe just put the hurt on him a little bit put a little pressure on to see yeah. you know what happened 
So I text, you go, hey, long time, no chat. It's been like, you know, seven months. I didn't actually write that. Anyway, I go, <laughs> hi, sorry to bother you. Hope everything is well. Listen, I know this is like really random, but I had some Amazon accidentally get delivered to your neighbors. So I think you may know. Would you mind just checking and seeing, you know, if uh, if he got anything? And he writes back immediately, very nice response. And he goes, hey, how are you? He goes, sure, sure. I'll ask uh, what exactly uh, did he get delivered? Oh, he knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> so I was like, this was last night and I was a bit shy, you know, and he's like this like straight guy. He's kind of cute, you know. So I was like, mm. I said, um, it's a big suitcase and then like 50 pairs of socks. And he goes, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, and then about... <laughs> Half an hour later, he goes, no, no, he says he did not. Um, he hasn't seen it. And I went, okay. Okay. All right. All right. This morning, I'm on Sirius. I'm doing the show. I'm telling the story. And I'm really laughing about it, like, because it's obviously very embarrassing. And encouraged by my producers, they go, well, why don't you text him? Because I, I really felt like, you know, in like riddles where it says the guy asks you three questions. Yeah. I'm like, until I say the magic words, vaginal wash, they're not, yeah. they're not going to give up the goods. Like I have right. to own yeah. the wash to get my suitcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you're stuck. Yeah. I'm stuck. <laughs> and so on the air this morning, I sent a text and I go, Hey, Oh, also <laughs> this is by the way, like 14 hours later, I go, Oh, also, um, I think there was some all caps, feminine wash that came with it, um, which he can happily keep if uh, as a thank you, if he has the luggage with the <laughs> laugh emojis, like he can keep it, whatever. And my neighbor wrote back going, ha ha ha. Okay, I'll check. And guess what? My gay neighbors about an hour ago sent me a text. The guy brought over the box with what? the luggage in it. Oh, and the on. box, of course, was opened, which I, I would open yeah, it too, to be well, fair, yeah, fine. Of course, yeah. um, but he did. He had the moral dilemma. He and he <laughs> gave it up and he gave up the luggage. And by the way, it's a huge like it's a huge box. So like it's not like, oh, did I forget I ordered like a flat screen TV? I mean, it's huge. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. And so I want to say I don't know the guy's name. Uh, I want to say to my old neighbors, thank you to the guy who gave it up. And I told my friend, I said, I'm going to leave a bottle of wine as a thank you. Cause like, what's 20 bucks? He saved oh, yeah. me a lot of money. Of so course. I'm going to say, Hey, I really appreciate it. It won't happen again. Have that's a nice, nice life. Yeah. That's all. So you're going to pick it up week. the next time you're in your, when you're in New York. I'm in New York next uh, week to do today's show. Right. So I'm going to pop. Oh, great. I know I'm going to pop by and maybe have Sweet. dinner with my neighbors. They're so, uh, they're the best. They're so nice. Anyway. So that's my vaginal wash story. Um, how are you? What's happening? And, oh, and by the way, I don't even want the wash. Like I actually want him to throw it out. Like I, actually, I don't want, like I'm, I'm still a little embarrassed about it. Like I would, I'll take the socks, but really I'm in it for the suitcase and that's that. So there you have it. All right. How are you? I just got to give you the watch. I, uh, I'm great. Yeah. I'm having a great uh, past few days. Brooklyn is bumping. I don't know. It feels great. The, the weather is awesome. People are out. I'm happy to hear it. I was on a website that sells like, um, you know, I love like fashion over shit. Like I love yeah. tight bodycon dresses. And the best secret is, is that you can buy ones that look like they come from Saks for like 50 bucks online or less. Like you can get the most right. beautiful dresses. And I found some website called Akira. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I didn't end up placing an order, <laughs> but they have a pair of shorts and it has like the nutrition facts for something called Black Queen. And then it has all these things like, 
you know, melanin, 100%, like all this stuff. And then uh, fucks given, 0%. Beauty, 100%. Fucks given, 0%. (laughs) Um, But what, why I sent it to Dan wasn't because of that at all. It's because they're being modeled by a very obviously white woman. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, after finding it, I was like, of all the models, you couldn't even like in post, like Photoshop it in some way of all the models to put these shorts on. And by the way, 90% of the models on the website are black women. So I'm like, well, why did you put the white girl in these? I don't understand that. I don't either. How are you, though? What is new? So Brooklyn's bumping. I have nothing else to share. I'm going to Tampa this weekend. I mean, I had a kind of weird story that happened to me last week, actually. Oh, what happened? Have you ever been hypnotized? Can I tell you the funny thing? Yeah. I haven't, but I want to say two things. One is, when I went to the Darren Brown show, was it with you or we went separately? No, we went separately. I love that show. But I I love that show, too. But you warned me about the hypnotizing, and I think I was scared about it. And so I looked down like I didn't participate. Oh, you didn't? But I've always, always wanted to go to a hypnotist to like for to eat less. Always. It's so I've never done it before. Yeah. Um, I met this like uh, very attractive, I would say, uh, gentleman on an online app. And we were talking and he's like, oh, a dating app, I assume. Not like a hypnotist. Yeah. Dating, yeah, it's like, it's like a okay, got broadly, it. yeah. Uh, in my folder on my iPhone, it's just the folder is the eggplant emoji. It's okay. just one of those apps. I got you. So yeah, so um, he's like, I, I'm a hypnotist. I can do it. I'm like, how do you do it? He lives in Chicago. He is like, I can hypnotize you online uh, over Discord. Which do you know what that is? It's like a AIM, right? Like instant. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like Slack for gamers, right? So I was like, okay, all right, I have an hour. He's like, are you really ready for it? I'm like, okay. I, I log on. <laughs> I'm like nervous. I would it's you scary. It's, it's scary. I don't like it's why I also don't do drugs. Like I'm afraid to have my brain yeah. rewritten, you know? Well he, well, so he had he was like, you have to pick something that you wanna like do. So it's like asking like a genie for a wish or something. I was like, but I don't wanna do something that's gonna mess me up. So I was yeah. like, uh uh I wanna work out harder. Like, I don't know, I don't think that's gonna mess me up. He comes on, he has like literally a watch swinging. Hold on, this is a gif of a watch swinging? This is all... No, he's on a video. video. Okay, okay, he's it's screaming video, at me. Yeah. When you said, <laughs> you're screaming at me. When you said that, I was like, is he going to do this via text? To be like, you're getting very, very sleepy, like all caps? Okay, oh, he has a, he has a pocket amazing. watch. Go on. Yeah, so I'm laying down on the couch and looking over, and he has the pocket watch, and he's like, really putting me asleep. He was like, yeah, you can just go ahead and blink and blink and blink and blink, and maybe your eyes close. And I was like, okay. So he takes me through the whole thing, I remember. Do. I'm afraid for you to yeah. hypnotize me on the podcast. Can you imagine? But what does he say? Picture yourself. You're on the 10th floor of a building. You're waiting for that elevator. Oh, wow. Can't wait to go down. The elevator opens. You step in and you're going down. That's down, scary. Down. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like it. Okay, go on. Yeah. It was amazing. So then, but then he kept like checking in. So he was like, well, if everything's cool, give me a big old smile. And I like tried to smile. So I was like, he just barely saw it. And I, he was like, okay. And <laughs> by the way, also, can I stop you? Just to up the stakes of how this would scare me, right? Yeah. Not only are you getting hypnotized, it's by someone that you met in a sexual situation, meaning, I mean, you haven't met him in person, but like, right. 
The last thing I want to do is have like a guy who I find hot hypnotize me. That actually, you've now described my oh, worst really? nightmare. Oh, I think no. it would be scary. Because like, I also don't, you know, like when you sleep, you look ugly. Like, I don't want to sleep <laughs> with like drool coming out of my mouth. You know what I mean? Well, I was sleeping on my, on my well, you know, I was laying on my back. So I wasn't Yeah, that's even worse. Face. Exactly. Oh, well. So go on, like quadruple chinning it. Yes. Yeah, so continue. You're in the elevator. So so then so then he's like, and I, and I keep thinking like, should I? I? I'm like, I think if I really tried, I could snap out of this, but I don't want to. And so then he's like, okay, I'm tying balloons to your uh, high, like helium balloons to your wrist, and they're I'm tying a lot on. I'm putting a lot, 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 and like my arms started going. Up. Wow. Yeah. It was amazing. It was great. <laughs> Wait, and now let me ask you a question. Have you worked yeah. out harder? Yes. You're joking. No, it's like a... Wait, can he hypnotize me? I want him to do it to me. Uh, yeah. I'll pay him. I mean, obviously. Please, put us in touch. Okay. Maybe I like download, what was a grinder? I downloaded it. I'm like, hi. You don't, you, don't, you don't know about this one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was I don't know about... <laughs> I, I there's so many jokes I'm dying to make, but I like working, so I'm not going to. Wait, oh no! Will you please give him like my like put us in touch on email? Oh, I totally will. Is this like his job, or is he like a bartender who does this for fun? Uh, more like a well, he has another job. Yeah, it's not his job. Oh my god! And how do you know it. that you've been working out harder? Like you feel it when you're in the gym? Because it takes, cause, yeah, because like I, uh, no, the days afterwards, I'm like much more achy. And like, oh my God. So I think immediately connect us. And then we can have him on the show as a guest. Oh, it's awesome. He could put everybody. That's under. great. There's just a car accidents left and right. God forbid. I'm yeah, like, right. oh, <laughs> wow. I've, I've really always wanted to try it. I know that it has helped people like quit smoking, all that stuff. I can see it. Yeah. You know, what's funny. I don't even eat that much. Just make better food choices, I guess, is what it is. I'm not like actually a oh, binger yeah. like that, but just, you know, like the yeah, grazing true. kind of thing. And then uh, I'm like, I'm not a binger. Cut to full lasagnas behind me. I'm like, look, I don't binge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm a grazer. Brian Grazer. But that and what else would I want? I don't even know. Brendan Grazer. What? So, Brendan Grazer? Brendan <laughs> <laughs> oh, dumb. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, I'm seeing Top Gun tonight. Um, and if you want to know just oh, how fine. sad my life in Florida is, um, initially I had tickets for two. And I went on to the Fandango site and I was like, oh, two tickets. They go, do you want a refund? And I went, yeah. Because they're like $30 tickets. I'm like, yeah, I want a refund. And yeah. then I just bought another single <laughs> ticket. <laughs> so I'm seeing it tonight alone. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see it. It's like the early release. Oh, it'll be fun. I know. I'm really excited. Same. Yeah. Mm. Um, well, you know, I would love to chat with you longer, but we have a guest who, by the way, I'm I'm almost sorry that you were not there for our conversation. He's so funny and lovely, handsome, charming, every quality I like in a person, to be honest with you. Um, Jake Cornell is here. Uh, we're, I mean, really, if you don't already follow Jake, you're just hurting yourself. I really am not even just saying that. We became friends because I loved him on Instagram. And I guess the feeling was mutual. Jake W. Cornell on Instagram. He's hysterically funny. Awesome. And I'm blessed to be chatting with him today. Dan, um, listen, go, I'm not joking. You have to put me in touch with a hypnotist. Like, I'm serious. I'll feel it out. You know what that means? That he's not going to do it. I already know. I'll feel no, it I out. No, I will do it, okay, but I'll okay, feel okay, it out. Okay, okay, well, okay, you know, it. it's like, a, you need to like, we need to switch tracks if I'm yeah, that's right. Like now it's a professional track. All right. Yeah. Um, well, 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 I'll just leave it at that. Uh, all right. Here's Jake.
I got to say that this is a dream guest for me personally, because I'm just a fan of yours. Like I'm an internet fan of yours, Jakey. And, uh, you have a new podcast coming out called Going Out with Jay Cornell, which we'll talk about it. You have a comedy show with the hilarious uh, Marsha Belsky called Man and Woman. And if you don't follow Jake already, follow him. One of my favorite Insta follows at Jake W. Cornell and uh, TikTok, the same at the fabulous Jake Cornell. Jakey, where are you? Are you at like a, a Columbia cafeteria, a university cafeteria? No, get this. My apartment is like full of like old wood. Wow. Are you in Brooklyn? I'm in Bed-Stuy. I'm in like a yeah. brownstone in Bed-Stuy. And they did a really nice job kind of keeping it up. Because it's very Harry Potter. I feel like I'm about to be like scolded. No, it's it's very, yeah, it feels very, the living room especially is very like, you've been called to the principal's office. Um, yeah. And it's full of like dead plants that I don't water. So it has like a very ominous tone. It's well, not I relate to that. <laughs> I relate to that. Dead plants that you don't water. Hmm. Spiritually, that's where I'm at. Um, I'm in Miami. I like to open by telling everyone, um, if you're wondering, like, this is not my apartment. This Formica kitchen yeah, is an okay. Airbnb. Yeah, okay, I am glad. I'm, I was curious. Yeah, what? I usually remove I usually remove this Florida picture behind me, um, <laughs> but I thought I'd spruce things up because you're a class act, so I left it. No, it's giving it's it is giving very like um like on I I once went to a Florida timeshare with a family friend, and this <laughs> it's giving that to me. Where was the timeshare? Orlando. We were doing the parks. Oh, did you see the latest uh breaking news story that Disney now for a family of four costs over eight thousand dollars? No. <laughs> they're like disney for the rich it is actually wild that that old nazi walt disney that, would have the gall to charge as much as they're charging it's also like it's also just such evidence of the fact that like money does not equal being classy or well-behaved because to go to those parks and see how people behaving are behaving and now know that every single person there is minted is beyond <laughs> how long ago were you there like when was the last time? oh i don't think i've been to disney since like 2000 like high school, like oh, well over a decade. It's been a Shit. long time. My high school went to Disney uh, my senior year because I, I did go to high school in Miami, North Miami Beach High School, yeah. which was across the street from uh, the now defunct mall where I had Auntie Anne's every day in Sparrow and then wondered like why I have consistently a weight problem my entire life. I like literally <laughs> ate nothing but buttered pretzel nuggets like every day for lunch. No, I, I couldn't handle being that near an Auntie Annie's regularly. That would have been really bad for me. No, it was the lunch place was you went to the mall, you bought pretzels, <laughs> you went to Marshall's, and then you came. We didn't open lunch. But we went our senior year to a thing called Grad Night, which was at Disney. And it was, I still don't understand why they allowed it to happen, because it's a bunch of seniors in high school who have free reign of the park from midnight until five o'clock in the morning. No, that's really yeah. fucked up. Five o'clock in the morning? Yes. And do they have people operating the rides? They have characters, Mickey's thrown in the lake. Every year they throw Mickey in the lake and someone goes to Disney jail. Um, yeah, it's a whole, it, I'm not joking. It's a whole, like grad night for me was one of the highlights. One of the only good reasons about growing up in Florida was grad night. That sounds, no, that sounds like it pays off a little bit. Have you ever looked at the pricing of the Walt Disney World wedding packages? Sh no, I'm doing it. I'm literally beelining. Literally pull it up. It is. The numbers are devastating. They're <laughs> astonishing. Wait, I'm looking at that old Nazi, that frozen Nazi. How could he? <laughs> Wedding packages. You know, like, by the way, dig deep one day on how Disney was actually like an anti-Semite and how he had like Leni Reifenstahl. I mean, it's fucked up. Disney, hold on. 
Are you a Disney adult? I'm really not. No, no, not huge. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm anti, but like, it's not um, a draw for me. I don't keep up on the movies that well. Um, Same. The new movies are, here's my issue with, with Disney in general. They are, they've never been funny. They do not lean into humor. The, Oh, like, yeah, because you're a Shrek head. We're talking to a Shrek head. <laughs> I'm a Shrek head. Yeah, I am. Thank you for bringing that up. But I also am. I'm a Looney Tunes head. I'm, no. I'm a Muppets girl. Muppets are funny. Muppets are funny. I'll give Muppets are funny. Muppets are objectively funny. No, it is heart first. And you do have to go in like wanting to cry. It's more about like, it's more about like getting condensed therapy. Like if you're not, if you can't afford therapy, but you can just do like two hours in a Disney movie and get like a little bit out, like squeaking just a little bit of emotion out. Yes. I think that's more what it's for, but it's not to get a laugh out. To show you how fucked up I am, I almost never cry in Disney movies. I didn't cry in Up. I did not cry in Inside Out. I just, were those even Disney? Who knows? Are I you, just, but, yeah. But, but like, are you a crier in life? Like, are you someone who cries a lot? Here's what I cry in. I will cry in films. I, I will okay. name the movies that, I mean, I remember I watched, I always bring it up, Lion, the saddest movie ever made. And <laughs> I was like a quaking, trembling leaf. My boyfriend watched family. Lion. My boyfriend watched Lion on a plane next no. to me. And He's an I, idiot. <laughs> no, but not only, whatever movie I watched was like a half an hour shorter. So then I look over, watch the last half hour of Lion silent. He has fucking headphones in. Yeah. And I'm sobbing. Looking at the man next to me. Silent. Oh my God. I'm, 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 Nicole Kidman's shot from the neck up. That horrible and I just, wig. Yeah. And I'm crying. And I'm crying. I'm like, I can't hear what she's saying, but I know it's good. Like... <laughs> Uh, they had a million dollar budget, a $10 million budget to go to India and a $7 Nicole Kidman wig budget. That wig budget was foul. I would say maybe the only worst wigs were Denzel Washington in Training Day. I remember his wig. He had like a fake mustache where you saw the lace. Oh. I was like, who? This is a professional film. <laughs> that's a that's a movie that wasn't prepped for HD. That's what that was. Though. That's exactly right. Lion, the last, when he shows up at that goat shed, like his old house and there's a goat in it, from that point forward, I'm mentally not even on this planet. It is like I'm I'm an ayahuasca trip. I'm I'm just not myself. The movie that did that for me was Did You See Other People with Molly Shannon, like the Chris Kelly movie? I love Chris Kelly so much. I didn't see it. So please, uh, we won't cut this out, but know that I'm humiliated. Okay. So it's like, the thing is, it's so devastating. I can't even comfortably recommend it. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But at one point, I one, I'll never watch it again. It came out like five years ago. I watched it. I was like, absolutely never again. At one point, I'm towards the end. It's getting what's it's getting real sad. And my boyfriend is leaning closer and closer to the TV as though he's like really getting excited or into it. And then I realize he can't hear the movie because I'm crying so loud. He's leaning closer and closer. I'm crying so hard. He cannot hear this goddamn movie. I was losing my mind. It's a cancer movie, right? It's a it's about it's the true story of his mother losing him losing his mother. Well, anything with mothers, anything with mothers, it's um, terms of endearment, terms of endearment. I watched on a mattress on the floor after graduating from college. This was on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. And I remember being on my floor mattress and I was just like, what is this feeling? Like, because I'm not... No, I use humor to deflect. So I'm not like a huge, like natural born crier. I will cry with things with my family. Like if my family hurts me, I'm devastated. Those kind of things. You know, if someone I love hurts me, I'm, I'm upset, obviously, or someone I care for. But I'm not someone who like just cries at the drop of a hat. I will say, wait, I wanted to talk about um, the other movie that does it for me, Empire of the Sun, is a big sob. Oh, it's another parental. It just 
crushes you. But I read a thread and I, I have the Disney stuff pulled up, so I haven't forgotten. But I read a thread um, that a friend sent me. And you're a comedian, so I'm curious how you feel about this. Where somebody said, you know, I just rewatched Mean Girls and I never realized how fat phobic it was, that it's a movie full of fat phobia. And it was a thread about how fat phobic it is. And, you know, and I'm thinking, now listen, I've never been small. So I actually do think I can speak to this. I'm not, I'm fine, yeah. but I'm not like, um, you know, Twiggy. I just am like, are we going to go back and cancel every, like everything is fat phobic. I, I text my friend back. I go, okay, is Schindler's List fat phobic? Not one fat actor in those camps. They didn't put one fat person in those camps other than Rafe. You know, that was it. So like, at what point does the mania stop? I guess is my question. What do you think? Well, I'm sort of like, like, it's like, I hear it, but I'm also like, do we have a bigger fish to fry? And the answer is That's like, right. for certain, like, it already got made and it's like, I don't think that, are there jokes in it that wouldn't get in there now? Yes, but for sure. that's the point. They wouldn't get in there now. Like, do you know what I mean? And like, sure, it's like, let's bring it up and address it maybe. Like, hey, like the fat jokes aren't great. I'm also trying to remember a fat joke from Mean Girls and like, I actually can't. I think with uh, maybe, I, I actually watched me like say one that wasn't oh, in there the and whole people are with, like, <laughs> no, the whole thing <laughs> where she on. gives her the weight loss, with the weight loss bars that she gained yes. and she has to wear sweatpants. That sure. Okay. Like, but, but that's then, also like but the, the girl, whole movie the joke is, is mean. The yeah, whole, the whole movie is mean, and the whole point is that she's toxically trying to be as skinny as possible, and they sabotage that. I don't know that that's even like fat phobia. Like that's it's bitch phobic to, to like it's bitch phobic, yeah. and to, it's also like I think sometimes I'm like setting a story in a world where fat phobia exists is not fat phobic. Like that's it's real. That's what I'm saying, because guess what? The world is fat phobic. I'm, I'm yeah. just and you know what bothers me, I think, is that we're at this point now where, yeah, we can we can say like, mm, oh, and then uh, someone I mean, my friend was like, he was really pissed about it. He was like, they don't want to use the word obese anymore. They want to be called fat. I'm like, you know what? Call me effing Shamu. I want to be called I want to be called an adorable big thing. And to me, it's Shamu. I'm oh, like, I literally me on the phone yesterday calling pharmacies because I I qualify by one point as obese in the BMI trying to get a me too. <laughs> wait wait this is so funny me Liter too Michelle I'm literally on the phone to three different pharmacies yesterday being like I'm a 30 on the BMI please give me the fourth dose hold on 50. wait okay honestly I think that the universe delivered you to me in a satchel for us to do this podcast oh, today okay, because I had an appointment booked yesterday for uh, my fourth booster at CVS because I'm also like teetering the name of my upcoming autobiography teetering on obese but I'm just past <laughs> I'm just past the 30 and so which also my skeleton is obese like my you know everyone is always like you're too hard on yourself you know what pisses me off when people are like you're too hard on yourself two things one is no one ever says that to a man so why are you coming for women like that I'm living my experience and I'm speaking my fucking experience and so I'm not hard on myself number one I'm a comedian number two I can say whatever I want about myself it is myself don't police what I say about me 100%. for starters. Number two, uh, my skeleton has to weigh. I, you know, I always joke that it's like they're gonna <laughs> hang me over the uh, Natural History Museum. My skeleton. It is massive. <laughs> when I get X-rays and they pull up my ankle X-rays, it is the Jurassic World poster. My bones are huge. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, please tag me in that. Like, send that to a scientist. It's not normal. So yes, there's meat on the bones. Okay, so I am obese. Anyway. But again, by like point, same, like 30.1, whatever. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's enough. And when I got my first booster, by the way, 
which I also got a bit early. I was like, I'm not super early. I let the old people got it. And then like yeah. once they started giving it to like regular, I said, okay, I'm going to do it because I was also leaving the country. No, exactly. That's why I was trying to get it because I'm going yes. out on Thursday. And so oh, where are you going? England. Oh my God, we have to talk about it. Okay. <gasps> yeah, we'll talk about it. But no, finish. Yeah, yeah. But listen, so um, so my whole thing was going in. Like, what are they going to do? Weigh me? I, what are they going to do? I'm going to come 100%. in and I am. What are they going to whip the scale out? I Put one of my titties on the scale. It'll, the <laughs> needle will be blown from a dart from a, the pharmacist himself. Like, <laughs> I don't know why we're arguing. And they had no, they didn't, in Miami, they don't care. They're like, come on in. If you want a booster, yeah. you got it. I ended up not getting it yesterday because my target pharmacist, who's lovely, um, told me not to. What was her reasoning? First of all, sexist a man. Number one, number Damn, two. Sorry. Shit, I do that too. He's kind of almost hot. He kind of has like an Eminem thing going on. Like, anyway, my pharmacists are very funny. Oh my god, wait, sorry, Michelle, me, not me picturing the red Eminem from the commercial and <laughs> being like, "What is your type?" He's like perfectly circular, <laughs> flat, beautiful, flat, large white eyeballs. He's to die for. <laughs> Furious Skinny. at the beginning of any interaction. <laughs> Skinny, 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 jet black legs. He's literally hot as shit. So <laughs> I'm dying. Okay, no Marshall he, Mathers. Marshall Mathers, Caesar Cut. You get it. There's something about him. There's something about him. I, I always say I love like Foot Locker Manager is my thing. So I'm like, oh, but he's so nice. We love we love each other. He's such a sweetie. And he's like, oh, um, he said, I wouldn't get it. He goes, I've gotten the, he's like an anti-vaxxer, like spreading the gospel. He goes, Stop. I've had COVID twice. I've had all the boosters, all the shots. They're not recommending that, you know, people, you know, younger people get it. So I don't know why you would. And the truth is I had COVID in March. And so I'm like, but I'll probably yeah. get it again this week, you know, because I was just I in know. Tallahassee. But anyway, that's my story about it. I had it in December and I'm like December, January. And I'm like, I yeah. feel like I'm waning and I just want to get tough. I mean, I've said this since the beginning, like these anti-vaxxers, I'll, I was like, I will wake up every single morning and put a vaccine in my thigh and go about my day. If that's what it Same. takes. If I, had to, if you told me I had to take a vaccine every single day, I'm, I'm not joking. I would do it. Like, I just don't give a shit. I'm like, oh. wh whatever means I can go outside and live a normal life. They could, I could have the red Eminem himself, like literally jab me every morning. <laughs> that's actually the fantasy. Um, the fact that if I was Eminem, I'm going to actually have to faint. <laughs> It's so funny. Whew. All right. We had so many things to talk about. <laughs> Vaccines, obesity, Shamu, England. England, Disney weddings. Before we get to England. And I also want to, oh, I can't wait. We're going to work your whole trip out. I'm, and also, no. go on. No, I was, I, are you pulling up the wedding prices? Is that what's happening right now? I'm pulling up the venues. I can't find the prices. Sam, if you can find the, the price list. Here's the, uh, here are the options. And so let's say we were to get hypothetically married thruple with your boyfriend okay here there's 47 okay how should we filter that seems like too many i don't know how to filter these let's see wait michelle uh, i found it oh my god okay uh, it's a separate johnny website. five johnny five <laughs> go on <laughs> what okay. what is it it's disneyweddings.com slash florida oh my god talk to me pricing here we go here we go here we go florida weddings pricings how it works food and beverage okay so i guess Per person? Are they doing food and beverage per person? Okay, it's listed in a psycho way. Okay, yeah. So here's the per person. There's three different prices per person. Brunch, lunch, and dinner. And then and that's before a 6.5% sales tax and a 25% labor gratuity tax. Wow, big old, big old tax. And that includes alcohol or no? 
this says food and beverage. I don't know if that mm. includes. Okay, I'm going to oh, say. It says I... pre-reception, reception, cake, and bar service. Ooh, okay. I'm going to say for dinner. Now, I have no idea what a wedding costs. Um, Literally none. Two fifty a person, three hundred. So dinner's two ten a person, That's which is a little bad. lower than I would have thought. That's lunch is one seventy five, brunch is one forty. Wow, you know I would have like an eight. I like how much for the seven a.m. breakfast, like <laughs> continental <laughs> breakfast at Ariel's Underwater Kingdom. Nothing pisses me off more than someone when I get an invitation for a wedding that is at an inconvenient time that clearly saved them money. I'm sorry. I'm not going to your wedding at 2 p.m. on a Thursday. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Jake. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You and I should have been friends for the past decade because there are a couple of things that will make me not come to your wedding. Yeah. Uh, not an open bar or, or like, a. I mean, I'll st- I will go, but I'm telling you, if you're not going to have an open bar at your wedding, don't invite me because I will shit on your wedding the entire night. I will be That's a bitch. the thing. That's, That's the, the thing. thing. That's the thing. Is Everyone are, is in a bad mood. Everyone's in a rancid mood. It's not... The thing is, like, I was talking about this on another podcast where I'm like, like, the thing is, like, you, I understand the notion that, like, the wedding is the, is, like, the bride and groom's day is a cute, like, thought. But, like, I'm like, you know, you two are responsible for being hosts. You are hosting 200, however many people you invited to this thing. It is your responsibility to, like, curate somewhat of a good experience or, like, the wedding planner's responsibility. But, like, it's someone's responsibility. And if everyone at your wedding is having a miserable time, that's on you. One hundred percent it drives me and i've been to weddings where people it's true delusion and i think and these people found someone like this person found someone to love them (laughs) i oh my god and this is the wedding that they're putting on i would put on the most beautiful wedding and i'm literally going to bed dreaming of the red m&m or the pharmacist either (laughs) like i'm genuinely how is it and i'm like so lovable um it doesn't make any sense i went to a wedding once I agreed to MC wedding for a couple that got engaged on The View. And as a joke, because I'm obviously so funny, they kept me around for 10 seasons. I said, oh, <laughs> you should. I'm so hilarious. They were like, let's never fire her. Um, I said, oh, my gosh, if you need uh, an officiant, let me know. Which are words that I can never, once they're out, you can no, never suck them back in. That Yeah, that sucks. And they were like, we'd love that. And they were really sweet, really nice couple, let me just say, genuinely. But. They, in my opinion, they put the wedding on more for the cameras. I did it. The view cameras did not come, but they had because they had like a cute backstory and this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I ended up going, and it was almost like um a Truman Show wedding, meaning like when you the elevator door opened, you just saw the set. Like it wasn't an actual oh, wedding. It was oh. you get it. Like yes. and there was, and I'll say this about them, and if they hear this, I'm not going to apologize for this. They had one bartender, full pay bar, and that woman. We put her in an early grave that night. This older That's woman who had so to make tough. It was tough, you know. And I'm and I can't, I went to Tampa for that shit, Jake. Tampa, Florida. That's a city I can confidently say I will, I will never go to in my entire life. I don't think, unless I book something that's shooting there, which I don't really think things shoot in Tampa. Like I don't know that I'm ever going to be in Tampa, Florida. Personally, you might be on that real estate reality show. You never know. I don't, I don't see, called. unless things really start turning up for me, I don't see myself flipping a property in the next, like, 10 years. <laughs> you and Jeremy Renner, you don't think so? He's oh, big God. into house flipping. You didn't know that? Um, Tampa's not bad, honestly. I it's do watch they've... Selling Tampa. I do watch That's Selling Tampa, That's and I love show. it. Yeah. And I do love it. I think you'd be a good real estate agent. Do you care about homes at all? Oh, I love homes. No, I love homes. The thing is, I don't think I would be good at... I wouldn't... I would, like... 
because like the people forget like to be a good salesperson you have to sell the things that you know are bad and that's where i would fall flat i'd be like don't buy this fucking house do you know what i mean like i that's couldn't right. unconscious sell someone who has it like like you you hear these stories like my friends just bought a house where they got scammed they didn't know um like it's gonna be fine but they found out afterwards that like there's a train track that goes nearby and they were like oh yeah it's shut off like the trains it's like it's retired it's only retired for passenger trains so freight trains they move in the first day and a freight train comes and parks i'm gonna (laughs) shit in my zara 79 i would kill someone i would put someone in a lake with you know what i mean I would, if someone did that to me, I could never. But that's what you have to do. I mean, I guess not all real estate agents are. Can't you sue but. them for that? I, I would know. It's like the my I, cousin Vinny defense, where it's like, <laughs> no, that train comes through at four a.m. You know, you can't. Don't <laughs> fuck with me. Like, is there a train or isn't there? I know. I wow. Would, but that's why I don't think I would be a good. I guess I'm painting all salespeople as a scammer right now. But I just I could only sell the houses I like, and so I don't know that I would make a good living on it. Well, I don't know. Like I, my mom and I separately both worked at the same J Crew and in different eras, let's call it. And I think the reason why they, my mother's like can be very funny, but also very mean. And if someone looked like shit, she would say she quit because she goes, I couldn't sell the clothes they were making anymore. Like I couldn't. Yeah, I really respect that. She was like, I can't say that people look nice in this shit. It's so shitty. And she quit. I dabbled in retail for a little bit and I was mm. not good at it for some I did American Eagle and then I did the Kenneth Cole <gasps> outlet. Um those were my two. How many briefcases were flying off those shelves at the outlet? Oh, the outlet was a whole different animal. I worked at the Manchester Outlets, which is like an outlet village in like in Vermont, where it's like all so people come, like the professional outlet shoppers come yeah. to do like the outlets. And I wasn't really they really should be putting like the most seasoned of all retail workers there because <gasps> you're playing with the pros. Like people right. come to the outlets to I'm like, I remember these one this couple that would come up from Boca and they would ring uh. me dry of every discount and coupon code. And I was like, how did they I just paid them for a sweater that they like left I'm, with. It's, I'm not going to address how anti-Semitic that was, what you just said. I'm not even opening my eyes. <laughs> As, I'm not even gonna address because actually, do you know what I thought? And this is terrible. And you know, I'm a member of the tribe and I love an outlet. I am a professional outlet shopper. I literally thought when you said, Oh, I swear on my life, you're like, oh, the outlets were in Manchester, Vermont. And I swear, I thought, oh, no Jewish people go there. Wait, all my life. I was like, oh, that must be more chill because no Jewish people go there. And then you went and there was a couple who beeline from Boca Raton, like Jew capital of the country. And they rung me dry. You know that I look at those are not my kind. Those are not how I am. I'm not a coupon girl. I'll say, listen, if there's damage, you know, and I want something. No, be that's like, different though. Game you know is game mean. there. If there's damage, you can have no, no, no. But, but like, to ring you dry, and also not to be a bitch, but like a Kenneth Cole of all places. I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, it's also I don't know. I and I'm I'm sure you feel this way, but like you yeah. really see when you work at the outlets, like it's not what it used to be. I mean, I'm, I'm literally acting like I'm 65 years old. I'm like, it's not the outlets are not what they used to be. <laughs> but it's like in Eisenhower's day, no, you could <laughs> roll into a, a last call. Go on. But they make the shit for the outlets, no, and I know. it's shit. Do you know what I mean? Like you're yeah, not yeah, yeah. getting you're not getting like the stuff that didn't move at the retail store anymore. Like those days are gone. It depends. Now, if you're a mentally ill person like I am, <laughs> then you know, and this is real, you know the outlets that have the stuff that was real. Like uh, the Adidas outlet at Sawgrass has all the Ivy Park shit. The it, no, they get shit. all the Ivy Park stuff for like eight dollars. It is so cheap and it's all in like a size four X. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so thin. I go, <laughs> I try everything on, I'm like, oh, it's hanging off of me it's like a size 32 women's i'm like mm, it's massive on me 
<laughs> it's like the only way I know how to feel good anymore. I do that. And uh, but you, some stores, you know where to go. And like they actually have the stuff that was on. If you know the merchandise, like that was real. But like Kenneth Cole, yeah, Banana Gap, all of them. It's all shit for sure. It's all shit. And I'm like, and that's what I know because I think it used to be fun. I remember going out shopping when I was younger and it was a little bit more of like <gasps> a, a treasure hunt. In Europe, where, you know, I spend most of my time now, um, I all I did was go to the outlets. And the way to do it is you befriend. I do flirt for discounts. It happened to me in London. I went I to a Burberry. That. Oh, my God. And by the way, flirt or like even gay flirt with like a gay salesperson who, you're, you know what I mean? Where you're like, yeah. oh, like if there's a gay guy working there and I make him laugh, that's gay flirting. I'm like, okay. And that's he'll gay be flirting. Like, no, yeah, yeah. He'll be like, here, what? Just take it. <laughs> just have it. I'm like, thank you. When you're you know? in Europe, are you like doing shows? Because I feel like when you, when I, I remember like when I first like fell in love with you years ago and then oh. I, you, whatever podcast or radio show I was listening to and you're talking about how much you love London and how well you do that. I was like, that makes sense. I lived in Brighton for a year. So like oh I God. have a lot. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going back. The reason I'm going on Thursday is I'm taking my mother. My sister and I are taking my mother for her birthday to like see where I lived, go around. They, my mother's never left the country and then we're going like, oh to meet, meet all my friends, meet my friend's family or she's going to meet my friend's families. It's going to be like the best. But like, I remember you, I was like, Michelle in England makes a, a, a profound yeah. level of sense to me. It feels really correct. It's the only place where I feel I get any respect. And that's really, I'm, I wish I were kidding. I'm, believe me, I am, I, all I do in Miami every day is I, first I was laying by the pool for a while and then I got lazy. So then I just started self tanning, looking at the pool. I'm staring at the pool, rubbing my body with a mitt covered in brown paint. That's all I do. Um, I, well, I want to hear about Brighton because I am going back to England this summer and have I performed there here and there? You know, the problem is, Here's the issue, and maybe you have some advice for me, actually, is that I have a lot of friends in comedy, but, you know, it's almost like I have to start from scratch again, like doing the open mics and doing that, doing that. And I don't really but, do stand up like that anymore, you know? But do you have to start from scratch? Like, you're Michelle Collins. Like, I don't know. I mean, they I do have to said that. Thank you. What? There, there is like also the Michelle. Isn't one of the hosts of Loose Women also named Michelle Collins? No, no, no. She's an actress who's on EastEnders. EastEnders. Oh, no, Coronation, one of them. I think it's EastEnders, Michelle or Collins, Hol- or Corey, Hollywood. one of yeah. them, Corey or EastEnders. And she, Cindy Bale, it's not Bale, <laughs> Bale, fine, some Cindy Bale. And she's aware of me. We've we've interacted a couple of times. I've never met her. Um, but she sort of is living, she's like bizarro me. She lives in England. Her, she's like 60, skinny. Uh, okay. Her boyfriend's like 30. Love big, fat, her. red M&M. <laughs> she's so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you know, she really is living my best life. But I, I would love to move there. Although now, it's like they're almost just as bad as we are here in the states. Like I they know. kind of it's fuck getting, themselves there it's too. It's getting brutal. It's getting really brutal. But it is still the thing is, it's getting brutal. But it is still better. Like it's still significantly better. Everything about it, um, except I, I don't even want to make the tooth joke. Why were you no. in Brighton? Why were you there? So basically, I went to UVM for college, my state school, and was not loving it because yeah. there were four other gay people. Oh. And, <laughs> and it's also like I just like grew up in the woods and didn't want to be I, like everyone else at UVM was like, I love nature. And I was like, I would love to see a play. Um, and <laughs> like, so I started. Squirrel I lame is. I'm just had an idea. Sorry. Go on. Wait, I actually saw the only show I saw when I lived in Brighton the year I was there was lame is on the West End. Uh put a pin in that and it continue was, i'm so sorry the best yeah <laughs> but 
basically, I just found out that there was this program through my college where I could study abroad there for a year. And then when I, and then if you go to England for a year on a student visa, you get working rights. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to, like, I didn't have any savings or anything. I did like, there, I didn't go to college with much money, but I was like, oh, I can just go and get a job. And then when <gasps> I got there, I found out that there had been a miscommunication between my two colleges. And I basically like didn't have to go to school. I just like, had a place to live. It was, Michelle was like psychotic. And so I just like lived in England and bartended for a whole year. I went to maybe four classes the entire year I was there. And then when I came back, they had just put 30 credits on my transcripts. Like I actually, like, I actually was, have like, to end the podcast early. No, I, I have was, to end early. I'm going to shit. It's crazy. And so I, the only thing that sucks about it is I am that annoying person who's like, I lived in England for a year. And then it's like, ultimately I did study abroad there, but this, that it is m- m- more inaccurate to say I studied abroad. Cause the only thing I studied was like alcohol and boys. Like there was no, like I didn't learn. <sighs> That's anything. what you need. No, you learn yeah, more I mean, doing that than what are well, you going to learn I mean, in Brighton? I was a bartender. How to until operate six. a carnival wheel? Like how to operate a fucking <laughs> Ferris wheel? Like, sorry, go on. <laughs> Selling shrimp on the seafront? No, but like. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dating profile, uh, my bio. <laughs> go on, sorry. So stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Oh yeah, my go God. On. No, but like. um. I mean, that was, I bartended until six months, like seven, eight months ago. So like, it is oh the God. thing I used the most for ten, the next 10 years to like pay my bills was like when I started bartending in England. But the thing is, Brighton is the best. First of all, it's like an hour 15 from London. People go down for the weekend. People go down for day trips all the time. It's so quick from London. And it's, it's just the best. It's on the seafront. Everything is walkable. It's like the best place. See, what is making me laugh a little bit is that I want to say last summer, um, I was seeing a very nice guy and he was like, let's go to the sea. And in my mind, now you have to understand, I grew up in Miami. So it's like the sea for me is the opening credits to bad boys. Like, yeah, no, no, you no, know, no, no. swooping drone over the ocean. It's like the most beautiful destination in the country, if not the world. Miami's beautiful, full of horrible people, but it's very pretty. And I was like, oh, the sea. And I remember like, it was like unplanned. It was really fun. I had to like run in. It was actually hell on earth. I had to run into a mall to buy a bathing suit. Now understand these titties, this ass, this is like, <laughs> this is like eight suits at Target online. One will look great. So I was like at some British mall in the middle of nowhere, found some suit. It actually fit. I was like, great. We get there. And it was, it was not uh, Brighton. We were um near the cliffs of Dover, like on that, along that sea. Oh, in um like Southampton? Or Devon, whatever. Let's say yes, Devon, sure. I mean, it's, who knows? It was, I mean, to his credit, we had a nice time, but I'm just saying, one of the more to most ugly places I've ever been in my life. I was like, <laughs> but I didn't want to be a bitch because like he was excited. So I was like, it's beautiful. The water was brown. This was in August. It was no. ice cold and brown. Every, the only good thing was I was like easily the hottest woman on that beach. I mean, I looked around <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, thank you for bringing me. Or is in Miami, I'm like in a beekeeper's costume. I was like, chotch out like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. hot here. <laughs> I had to change in some like abandoned hotel. It was, uh, I don't have like pleasant memories of the sea, which is, I, I don't mean to sound like snobby, but I'm sure Brighton is much nicer. Well, it's also, but it's also not like a beach. Like it's a pebble beach. I see. So it's like rocks. So it's not okay. like people aren't like really sunbathing and people are like, like the Brighton beach by the seafront has like all bars on it. And people are like sitting on picnic blankets, like drinking beer and eating. I love like, that. That's more the vibe. I love and, that. Like, I, I've never once swam there. Not once in my life. Oh my God. I it's got in this water. Bad. I got in this water and to uh, do a joke call back, 
frozen Nazi Disney dick. Like I was so cold. This was in August in my disgusting snakeskin bathing suit that I was forced to buy. I don't even actually like I'm not over the trauma of that day. <laughs> we should move forward. There's nothing worse than you want to like look cute. And instead oh you're physically like no makeup. You know, I just wasn't prepared. Ugh. I used to go to the. We're no longer there. together for the record. Oh. What? <laughs> no, it's okay. Red M and M. He couldn't handle the cold water. He couldn't handle the water. He shrunk to a little <laughs> mini one. <laughs> but the I used to go because like it was my first time living outside of like Vermont and like away from my family, and it was like a very big like. And I was like eighteen. I was so young, and I used to have these like little like very like emotional like I'm a young artist living in Europe moments and I would go like sit at the seafront and look out at the water and like be like so listening to like Florence and the Machine being like I'm looking back on my old life and who I used to be and then like eight years later like two years ago no but then Michelle two years ago I'm like looking at a map and I was like I was looking at France like I'm on the wrong fucking side of England like Like, you're like singing the Mamma Mia soundtrack <laughs> and it's like that is countries away that, that is so happened dead at Paris being like who I used to be my old life like not <laughs> at all I'm like is right. that Maluma what is happening here I don't understand <laughs> it's so funny oh my god your mom is gonna have the best are you going to London at all or you're just doing Brighton yeah so we're doing like the first four days in Brighton and then we're doing like three or four days in London and then uh, but I'm pissed. Wait, so I'm nervous. Okay, I feel Uh-oh. like you're a good person to talk to about this. Yes. So we're doing the new JetBlue flight. <gasps> okay. Immediately you're concerned. Immediately you're concerned. Immediately I'm concerned. Okay, well, I'll say this. Um, I They've already pissed me off, I'll tell you that. Um, I, here's my issue with JetBlue. And I haven't flown them in a long time. Uh, I know they're cool. Okay. My issues are like a little bit too cool. It's like the Virgin thing. Remember how when people flew Virgin and now they're that now defunct airline and everybody was so snobby, like I'm flying Virgin, like, oh, you're fucking cool because you bought a fucking ticket on a plane. Um, JetBlue is like a little too much pump and a lot of circumstance. And I need I need people to not feel cool on the plane. I fly United, which I know a lot of people have issues. People don't love United. People are getting punched now by the fucking baggage claim, wheeling their bags around. You said on an episode recently, like, you stand United. And I was like, that's like, it's in my mind, that's like the Soviet Union of airlines. Like, I love it. I love it. I, you know why? Because I also, because this should show you how shitty they are. I have like great status with them, even though I feel like I haven't paid money for a ticket in like 10 years. I'm like treated like a queen. Every now and again, I'll have shit. And I, I do bring it up. But United, babe. 400 bucks at the airport. I'm in a lay flat seat. Did I tell you the story of when, um, cause I always, I preach business. I'm also again, like tall. I need the room. No, hundred percent. Business is not great. And I'm sure the Delta people who are so fucking full of themselves, I'm sure they love their, I'm sure it's better. But, um, I was on a United flight. This was like last year at some point when it was amazing to fly during COVID, height of COVID, I felt like <laughs> Oprah. I was like, Oh my God, there was no one on the plane. It was so relaxed. It was, It'll, I'll never have it as good. I'll never yeah. have it until a monkeypox yeah. takes over. Fingers Stop. crossed. Fingers, God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. Edit that out. Keep it in. Uh, <laughs> but basically, oh, you know what? The story is actually, should I tell it? You know, I never remember. What have I told on this show? What have I told on the radio show? No, I'll tell, tell it and we can edit okay. it. Okay. 
I booked a business seat and it was, they have two directionals. One goes like straight against the window and one is diagonal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always do the ones that are lay flat straight by the window. Somehow I ended up in a diagonal seat and it was horrible. You're like on the aisle, everyone's breathing on you. Like it just sucked. No. So I called, see the problem is I can't do the accents because I'll get canceled, but I'm very, just know I'm very good at them. I won't do them. I trust. But, but they're like um, authentic to the places where these people are from. It's not joking. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I get canceled anyway. I'm like, I didn't do it. Anyway, call this lovely steward over. And I'm like, hi, I know that seat. Straight one was also empty. Can I move to that one? He went, yes. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me check. Hold on. He goes, he comes back. He goes, yeah, take the pillow, whatever you touched. Go over there. No problem. And I go, you know, it's coming. I go, is someone, is someone uh, sitting here? And he goes, no, no, no. If anyone comes there, you point him to me. Don't you stress about it at all. And I was like, this guy's so nice. Thank you. Take my pillow. I go. Now I'm like, shoes off. I'm all cozy in the seat. Comes on this guy. You should be. Comes on this guy. 75, 70 year old, very, very lovely, older black man, bald, wearing like orthopedic sneakers. He could not have been a nicer guy. And he comes over <laughs> and he's looking at me. And I like of all people, like he was just the nicest man. You know, it wasn't if it was like some young bitch, I'd be like, fuck <laughs> this girl. But I was like, oh no, I'm the I'm the young bitch in this story. And I went, Oh, hi. And the, <laughs> and then this <laughs> You have to understand my shoes are off like I'm in the seat. And then the stewardess comes over, a different woman. And she's like, really, we'll get to her. She's like, kind of mean. And she goes, um, what, what, he's here. Why are you here? And I said, I like didn't know what to do. And I went, that man moved me here. I don't know what happened. I go, that man made me come sit here. And so it took the heat off. And then the guy was so nice. Part of me wonders if he maybe got upgraded because he came on right at the very end yeah yeah, and he was like i don't care like is it in business great sat it's a nice seat yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't know obviously that i was bumping anyone from the seat but then that stewardess later knowing that i may have fucked that guy over came over and she goes oh you look very fashionable let me bring you a catalog and brings me this thick catalog of like chico style clothing like some sort of (laughs) um you know she's like a qvc salesperson for this brand of like waterfall cardigans and she went Take a look. They've got nice sizes. Fuck off. Fat shame my ass in that fucking seat. I'm like this bitch. Fat shame my big ass in that seat. They've got nice sizes. (laughs) Couldn't throw it out. I had to take it because she was like accepting the garbage. What am I going to do? Put it in the freaking bag. I had to take it with me to the terminal. So God is even. He he delivers even handedly. Go on. The best flight attendant move I've ever, the the bitchiest thing I've ever seen a flight attendant do. This was the funniest thing I've ever seen on a plane. Flying, I was, we were, it was all, me and my friends, like, years ago, we were in North Carolina coming back from a wedding. We're on a Delta flight. We are, it's like a horrible rainstorm. We're, like, stuck in the airport for three hours. Then we get on the plane. We're stuck on the tarmac for two hours. Like, it's not cute. The plane, <laughs> the plane takes off. We're in the oh. air. There's like a woman like three rows up from me who I had no I had heard was coughing pre-COVID. I don't care. Like, I'm not yeah. thinking of the coughing, but she's coughing. I'm not looking at her, but apparently she's not covering her mouth. <gasps> a woman like four rows up <laughs> flags a flight attendant down. No. I haven't I haven't clocked into the story yet, but I this was all retold to me. At, but at this point, my friend Casey had like started to peep what was going on. She calls the flight attendant over and she's like, can you tell that woman to cover her mouth? Which I'm like, all right, fine. Honestly, height of COVID, I, I, now it's like, we're just going to die, like get over it. But then maybe I could see. Then, I mean, if I would, if I'm 
if I'm putting myself in the shoes of the flight attendant, I'd be like, God fucking damn it. Do I really have to go tell this woman to cover her mouth? Like, I just, but I, I feel for him. He yes. walk, it's his job, but whatever. He walks, <laughs> he walks over and he goes, ma'am, I'm so sorry to bother you. This is when I click in. He's like, ma'am, I'm so sorry to bother you, but if you, um, someone has, or some people on the plane have noticed that you're not covering your mouth when you're coughing. Could you please oh cover your mouth? God. And she goes, she goes, who? And he points dead at the woman and goes, <gasps> her, she told me to do it. Oh. And then that woman stands up and goes, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and then they get in a three-way yelling You know, at- he's an idiot, though. He's an idiot, that guy. He's really a moron, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. Go on. That's horrible. He goes, he goes, I'm not lying. You told me to say it. <laughs> <gasps> he, he lives for the drama. He was waiting. He was so excited. Yeah, go on. And then they get in a three-way yelling match. It lasted like 15 minutes. Um, wow. Also, they all have COVID now. Like, hello, the all, droplets. They all have COVID. Um, but I just, I really, the way he sold that woman up the river without a single instance of of keeping it anonymous was really funny to me. That is absolutely, well, flight attendants love, there was, um, and again, I feel like, I, you know, I need to start having a running list. Have, have I talked about this on the podcast or the radio show? We can edit this out because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm t- I talk so fucking much. I don't even know where am I saying things. But I had a thing happen on United last week where I was flying back from uh, New York. Worst two days of my life. I went to do, the no. Today Show was the highlight. But New York in general, I must have told it. I definitely told it on the show. Well, last you week. actually did. I heard about this. They lost your tattooed bags. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bags exactly. And then the guy with the tattooed face who came next to me no. and like I had to talk him down. And like I was being so jappy. I was like, "Let you <laughs> where are the most fun people on the plane?" The guy. Literally, I thought he was going <laughs> to slit my throat. I was like, you're welcome. We're a treat. Do you want some gum? I always offer gum. Anyway, um, wait, you're going to do the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yes. That's scary. Uh, have you ever yeah. done it before? No, I've never. I've never done it. I've never been to it. I'm... I'm excited. It, the thing is, like, it, once it got announced, anytime I see anyone, especially any com- comedian, they're like, oh my God, are you so excited for Fringe? And I'm like, I'm honestly so fucking stressed. <laughs> it's stressful. <laughs> it is. Once I get there, I think I'll be excited. And, like, the show is fun. And, like, I'm going with Marsha, who is so, so funny. And oh, I'm excited. the two of you doing doing a show together? Yeah. Marsha and I have a play that we wrote together. It's like an hour-long play, that like, comedy oh play that we do. God, that's exciting. What's it called? Man and Woman. Oh, that's what was in here. Yes, 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 oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm so dumb. You know what's so funny? I thought it was a stand-up show that you guys. Oh, it's like an actual play. It's a play. Yeah. It's a play, and we're doing it at Fringe. It's going to be so fun. Um, oh my god! If you're in, hysterical. She's I the funniest. Come see it. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. up if you're there. We also we, we'll talk. Um, but you should come. It's going to be so fun. Can um, I sleep in bed with you? Because I don't think there's housing. We have an extra bed. Okay, listen. Okay, look. I'm leaning all the way up right now. I'm about to get up in the camera because we do have an extra bed i'll pay for a week i'll come stay with you and that's that okay done that was subtle incredible i will tell you the real like the amount we're paying for the apartment like the the inflation around edinburgh it's this most insane thing i've ever seen in my life no no no. i'll pay obviously for my bed but i'm oh no no i don't need you to pay i'm I'm just i'm just kvetching but then also i mean everything (laughs) that's why i'm also going to go to london first is because flying to edinburgh is insane so i'm just going to fly to london first see my friends take the train Exactly. It's also, it's honestly probably nicer. I cannot wait um, to see. I can't believe I'm going to see you like in England. It actually fills me with yeah. such happiness. Oh, my God. It's going to be so great. Wait, can we talk about your new podcast, which I will be a guest on um, yes. next month? Going out with Jay Cornell. Talk to me. 
So it's a it's a new season. The first season is out now, but um, it is very very fun. It's basically so like like I mentioned earlier, I worked in restaurants for ten years, so I just have people on. I have some restaurant people, and then some food people, and then just like other funny comedians, actors, whatever, and we just talk about all things like going out, so restaurants, bars, nightlife, like kind of all of that. Even we have people on who don't really go out and talk about like how they like to socialize. Um, but it's very, very fun. But and it's it's easy. It's light. I love it. I actually one thing I don't do here in Miami. I try. I've tried, and it never is fun. Is like sit at a bar by myself. Whereas in London, New York, I'll do that all the time. Anytime. It's not. It's not a town for that here. I don't know how to. People a, are maybe not friendly. I don't is know. it because it's a driving town? I associate like maybe. sitting at a bar and kind of like getting to know people and socializing with a walking town. That's like where I go with that. You know, you have a point because it's like really. Um, <laughs> It's like a real decision then where I'm like, I'm going to drive to Houston's and go alone. (laughs) Whereas like walking, it's like on a whim, like I'll pop in for a drink. You're right. The intention is sad. I think that's part of it is like the car, the car of it all. That's why I don't think I'll ever. That's my number one reason I'm like not drawn to L.A. is like the cars. Oh, we'll talk again. Take it off pod. I have a lot to say. When your sitcom comes through, you'll move there. But I'm going to be so sad to lose you. No, but I'll be coming back a lot. I don't really see myself living there full time. I don't see myself living there full time. I love it. I'll go for that. If you're looking to buy my show, by no means to look at at that as a dissuasion. But I will be on my on my off months. I will be in New York City. Absolutely. Or that's what I always say. I'm like, look, if Corden wants to give me hand the torch to me, I'll move there. Wait, can we all just acknowledge? And I said this the second my Uh, the first words out of my mouth when James Corden was announced that he um, was leaving the show was give the late show to Michelle Collins. I just feel like for me right now, I don't understand how you and I haven't had like weekly phone chats like to talk shit. Like I'm I'm actually, I, I feel really like mad that we've wasted so much time. But we have it now and we just have to live in the present, but you would be I because, know. do you know who Thank my you. favorite, I know, I know you have a lot, you're, cause you love late night. Like you care about, like, right. Like, I used to care about American late I, night more than I do now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, and British, British chat shows and panel shows and, and late night. It's like, it's so night fucking amazing. I can't even get day. into it. But do you know who my favorite was? Who I was obsessed with when I was younger? My number one. And I miss him every single day was Craig Ferguson. I lived for Craig. I'm, and I know he was not for everyone, but I lived for, I loved Craig's show. I'll say something with Craig Ferguson. He once, I was at a screening for something with my friend Becca Lehrer, who can attest to this. And he walked into the room, like the screening room, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like really embarrassing to admit publicly, but I will. And he, I found him so hot that I, I mean, actually, he's, he's fucking hot as he's shit that sexy. I actually, Becca witnessed something that, I had like a full body physical reaction to making eye contact with Craig Ferguson that I'm embarrassed. I won't get into detail, but I remember it well. And it's been like four months since I felt that is what I'll say. It was really crazy. I, and I, I met him then. I I think I interviewed him and it wasn't the same. Like there was something about like seeing him and I wasn't even like such a fan. He's just really hot. He's fucking hot. I've never seen him in real life, but I did think he was hot when he was doing the show, but that was my like, Craig was my one of my all time favorite. I used to, yeah, like I used to love late night so much, and I still watch some of it now. But the English late night is well, Graham. Look, Graham, Graham is my God. king. Uh, I'm dying to get him on the podcast, but uh, he won't return my call. Also, he will well, fuck the pod. <laughs> oh, not fuck the podcast. You have a wonderful podcast, but you need to be on the couch. Like I think you would kill on on Graham. Uh, 
I know Graham and I adore him. I've had I've interviewed him before. He actually came to see my show at Joe's Pub. That's a story for another time. It's very funny. Which is amazing. It, I've seen your show at Joe's Pub. Oh, my God. Well, I didn't know he was even coming. So thankfully, I found oh, it I afterwards. Well, because I would have shit literally on stage. Probably. No, absolutely. Um, but uh, I'll tell you that my guy was Conan O'Brien. Conan is one of the reasons why I moved to New York. I mean, my God, he for me was like a real comedic icon and God. And to this day, I've never met him. I've never interviewed him. He's uh, Sirius now owns his fucking production company. I'm like, okay, is this like a restraining order situation? Like, why is he? I've met everybody. Why is he being kept for me? I ask. You just have to end up at the same event and you guys, I just have this picture of you and Conan O'Brien seeing each other over the crowd. Yes. <laughs> just <laughs> two Thanksgiving Day balloons. <laughs> it would be, we're attached by strings. I'm like, wait, why are our heads, they ropes attached? <laughs> <laughs> you just drift slowly across the room at each other. <laughs> I'm Woody Woodpecker. He's SpongeBob. A wind, a breeze comes. We get like caught in the bar. Um, well, listen, Barney. I adore you. I, I, Jake, seriously, you are so funny and charming and adorable and and I'm proud to have had you on the show. Thank you. It's and, an honor um, to be here. You are one of my all-time favorites. And it's I really love you. Oh, my gosh. And I can't wait I'm, to do your, your show. I'll save all my going out tips for when I'm on your podcast. Perfect. And I can't wait to see you in London. I mean, so much is happening. I'm like overwhelmed. Going out with Jay Cornell. Go subscribe to it now. Make sure you hear the second season. You can binge the first now. And then uh, Man and Woman with Marsha Belsky. If you're in Edinburgh, go see them in August. Yes. Are you performing it in New York before you go? No, we just we just finished doing a, a little bit of a run in New York, but we're going to do it as soon as we get back in the fall. So check it out in the fall. Ugh, I just can't wait. Well, you'll come back. Um, Jakey, I love you so much. This was honestly like the, one of the most fun podcast interviews I've had. I really Thank had you. fun with you. Thank you. Thank I had you so, much so much fun. This was one of the best I've ever been on. Thank you uh, so much. He's just saying that. Jake W. Cornell. I want you to know that since we started the interview, this was a freshly washed Zara dress. I smell like a hard-boiled egg. That's not fully true, but I'm like 20 minutes away from like a full cook. Uh, Jake W. Cornell on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Um, And that's it, Jake. Thank you. And guys, thanks for listening. And um, why don't we just all, you, the listener, Jake, me, go to Edinburgh in August. That'd be fun. See you there. See you guys next week. Bye. Midnight Snack is an Earwolf production, executive produced by me, Michelle Collins. Our producer is Anita Flores, and our sound engineer is Sam Kiefer. Special thanks to my friend Dan Acton. You can listen to our ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. For a free one-month trial, use the code SNACK. Please rate and review Midnight Snack and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. You can follow us on Twitter at MNightSnackPod. That's M-N-I-G-H-T-S-N-A-C-K-P-O-D. I love spelling. Midnight Snackers, we would love to hear from you. Send us your feedback, questions, or topics we should chat about. You can leave us a voicemail on our party line at 331-901-0005 or drop us a line at midnightsnack at earwolf.com. For more of me, tune into the Michelle Collins Show live weekday mornings from 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Radio Andy, Sirius XM 102, and on the Sirius XM app. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Mishkoll, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H, C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.